Can I wrote some notes? Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive, Andy. It is NFL Week 8. Time flies when you're having fun betting on the NFL, which we are this season it has been tremendous amount of fun great to see you great to handicap this week very light week for me so far and it's not because i'm playing defense trying to protect my stack i just don't see a lot of i've never i've never done and i I, man i know so drew has a heart out here eventually he's on the road doing some work so i didn't want to hit too many tangents but that is something probably that we learned early on was just like doesn't matter where your bankroll is doesn't matter where you're doing stick to your process bet what you're gonna bet when you're hot don't bet more when you're cold don't bet less that's right you know less games just fewer yeah yeah fewer fewer is the, the right word there <laughs> so yeah he's doing earthquake stuff and i did want to I, I still want to tease you on the air about fucking getting Dan threw you under the bus here in the chat, but yeah, the one time NBC makes a nice little promo clip for you, and then you got freezing cold taped, which was just just a nightmare because it's just I did like my statement was completely yeah the state my statement was completely rational. Like I I I was going out on a limb saying I thought Bill Belichick was going to do a good job coordinating defense against Justin Fields. Like yeah, sorry. Um, I, uh, also, I do, I do want to point out though, if there yeah, were, if there were a freezing cold takes account for earthquake science, they oh, would just yeah. be like, they'd be like, Oh, fucking good. There wasn't an earthquake. <laughs> good. Thank God this guy was wrong. So yeah, with, uh, that, with, with that, one other funny, yeah. one other funny wrinkle about that. And like, it, I just found it hilarious because that was the most interacted with social media that I've had all fucking year, (laughs) even though we've been on fire. (laughs) Like we're wrong about a game. I didn't even bet. I didn't even bet that game. I didn't even bet that game. Um, But the other funny part about that was that game was pretty special because it really was Mac Jones versus Justin Fields, a conversation that we had a lot in the run up to the draft. And as you sit here now, if you had to make a bet about what quarterback is ultimately going to succeed out of that draft class, I mean, is it not Justin Fields? Yeah, I think so. And we'll, we'll talk a little more about that when we get to the Bears. But yeah, like you said, we got we got about an hour. So this is going to be a okay. break for one. We're going to rip through games in a hurry. And we're going to start Let's with do the it. Thursday night game where uh, this is a rightful flip favorite. Like the, the Buccaneers offense is really, really uh, struggling right now, especially the running game. Uh, the worst thing about it, yeah. The it worst thing, I know. I I don't know if it's just the injuries for the Ravens. I I love the steam for the, yeah. I I think it's I think it's wrong that it flipped back because not okay. only the worst thing you can do when you have a poor poor running game, running attack, running scheme, running uh, game plan is to just blindly and stubbornly stick with it on early downs. True. Like, there's there's teams that are doing just fine, completely abandoning the run. And you know what? There's teams that are doing just fine, really leaning on the run, but they're doing it because they're good at it. Like you you can't force um, a skill. 
you know, you, with the personnel you have. If you're not good at running ball, you can try some different things. It might not work out. But if you just keep doing the same shit and doing it on early downs and wasting those, like you're going to end up with the offense. The Buccaneers tried it out there last week, and that was that was wild, wild how that under got there. That's not the scoreline I had for that game. Double-digit favorites two weeks in a row essentially lost. Um, I'm staying away from this one completely. Just because of the, I I don't know which which team to fade more with their offense. Like the Buccaneers with this running attack we're talking about, and the the lack of, I don't know, chemistry with Brady and his receivers, or the fact that the Buccaneers or the, the Ravens have some very troubling injuries. And if the Lamar injury that we're not really hearing much talking about is is continuing yeah. to be a problem, like <laughs> I, I I could be I could be seriously talked into this under. Okay. Uh, it's gone up. <laughs> I know. And I, that was my question. Why has this total gone up? I think people are counting on the Buccaneers offense bouncing back. The Ravens defense does not to be trusted. I think that's sort of the, the vibe I get. Um, back that this was the bottom. You're, you're Anyone buying the Buccaneers right now feels like they're buying the bottom. I mean, freaking Todd Bowles said as much. Um I think the Ravens have some questions injury wise that are influencing this surely. There's uh, a decent but, chance Carolina has yeah. a defense in the Ravens right now. I don't think there's a decent chance. I, I think, think that they true. definitely do. Well, <laughs> I think they I, do. So I, I think that was true before some of the injuries in the secondary. Okay. I thought Carolina would take a further step back, but I didn't see it last week. They still played no, no. just as well. So yeah. That you're, I mean, you're probably you're probably right. Correcting me there, it's it's a better def- it's a worser defense they're going to face this week. Yeah, and I think um, I I've heard people postulating like how do we fix things in Tampa, and when the easiest first obvious thing to do is to stop involving Leonard Fournette. Save I mean, him that's for the pretty, playoffs. <laughs> save him, save playoff Lenny for the playoffs. Although this is effectively a playoff game for them because another loss, yeah, and all of a sudden Carolina's running away with this division. Um, but we'll save that st- conversation for later. Um, the Rashad White as an option seems real here. I would, I don't mind playing some Rashad White overs. Um, although, like the Ravens front, you know, Ravens front four. Those guys are playing up. Clay Campbell still got it. Odafe Owe, he made him. He's he's been doing well. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul, he's got a point to prove here. Uh, so all that said, like I get why people are excited to buy low on the Buccaneers because of this, you know, just the situation that they're in. But Brady in prime time against a good pass rush with a shit offensive line and still no con- confirmation that Leonard Fournette's not going to be part of the game plan. No, thank you. Easy, easy, easy game to pass for me. Yeah, I'd I'd lean towards the under, but you, you are scaring me a little bit with the the market's probably still a little high on the on the Ravens defense, and they've shown that they can be. Oh yeah, dude, the mar- the implied the market end. rating for the Ravens defense is top five, and that is not correct. Yeah, I have it <laughs> like middle middle five. Is that a thing? People don't say. <laughs> sure, that. they're in that middle five. Yeah, they're in the middle five. All right, Denver, Jacksonville. <laughs> In London, so this game will start a little earlier. We're doing this a bunch. I remember All right. there, was, there was a time, a time where they just stopped doing this and they had the London games at normal's time. It's dumb. I love breakfast football and absolutely. Hey, this was one before the season too, where everyone was, hey, let's get excited about the Jags, the new look Jags, new coach. Let's get excited about Russ, Danger Russ. 
these teams are two and five, and London's getting what they usually get in the Jaguars games, except it's also another bad team. Denver brings in a arguably the best defense in the league. I mean, it, the, the numbers certainly would suss that out if you look at the red zone defense or overall just yards per game, points per game, points per drive, yards per drive. Everything is super electric with this defense, but the offense kind of matches those numbers. Which is Did you weird. say it's somewhat how, limited? I wonder, yeah, it's very limited. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe some of these high knees are going to help on the plane. Russ sounds like he's going to play, but I wonder what the – can you imagine? So this offense is horrid, right? I yes. Mean, it's, it's truly horrid. Atrocious. This defense, this defense is historically good. I went back and looked at the best teams to finish red zone percentage for a year. Most of the years, it's going to be right around 40 to 45%, which is good. Very good. That's top. Right? Once, in a, once in a while, yeah, the best team in the league. Once in a while, you get somebody that dips below 40, which is crazy. The Broncos are at like 25 right now. If they keep this wow. up, I mean, it's historical. So that's what I'm saying. What does this look like at practice? With this offense, having <laughs> you face this defense? That's the hardest challenge of What's the week. The, do you have, uh, by off the top of your head, what the red zone offense is for the uh, – Same. For the, it is, it's 30 it's seconds. 25. It's like, 22%, I think it was. So impossibly well. So basically, like, math would tell you eventually the offense will regress to the good and the defense will regress to the bad. So at some point, sometime, uh, somewhere, this will be a team that you bet overs on. But not now. Not, <laughs> not, not yet. Not, I, did, not I took this, yeah, I took this on the Sunday London. pod, I think. No. I had under 40. Yeah. Hasn't moved a ton because there's a limited amount of space he can move to the under. It's limited, um, yeah. It's and yeah. it is very limited. I, I don't like what they're doing with the run game. I don't think mm. Russell Wilson's gonna be hundred no. percent. He doesn't bring much in the in the running game when he's not hundred percent. His That's throws right. have been questionable, and I think the Jaguars are really gonna struggle <laughs> with this defense. Yeah. I've seen the Jaguars offense take some steps back against tougher defenses. So Yeah. yeah. Nothing about uh Nothing about the Broncos' offense is dangerous. Um, I would say that, in general, the Jaguars' defensive players can at least play up at times. They should play up in this spot. Jaguars, oh, they're a young team, but there's a lot more familiarity organization-wise with the trip to uh, London than the Broncos. Um, the clips of what Russell Wilson was doing on the plane, tell me that was pr- somebody joking, and that wasn't real. Dude, all he has to do is release a rap album now, and he's hit like <laughs> he's hit like the Tyson the, Zone, yeah, the five points of the cringe. So. What? <laughs> oh what was that real though, or was that somebody? The high, sp- I'm sure cooling. that was real. Like that sounds. Oh, Jesus Christ! It sounds so. Okay. It sounds so oh on God. on point that it has to be real. Okay. All right. Well. uh I, I the Jaguars are an anomaly to me because the EPA statistics would tell you that this is a, the seventh or sixth best team in the NFL right now, yeah. and they're sitting here at two and five, and they can't beat the fucking Giants and they can't beat the uh, the Colts. So, um, very frustrated with every all of the positive takes I've had for the Jaguars. I feel like they are trending towards just disappointing me all season long, and then blowing doors next season when I don't bet them. That feels like the uh, the chemistry I have with these guys right now. And um, Dame, Dame here in the chat says KJ Hamler confirmed it via Twitter. That, that, that was, was real. real. So oh, thank you, Christ. Dame, and nice game against the Lakers. What a, what a clown. What a clown. Yeah, it's what rough. It's pretty rough. 
Um, um, and then, yeah, the, the red zone turnovers have to turn around for the Jags eventually. They can't just keep doing that. But they haven't been great in the red zone otherwise as well, and they're facing a very staunch defense, especially once you get down there. I think the London crowd is going to like what they see because this is going to come down to penalty kicks. <laughs> it might just it might end up being a field goal contest which is it'll be beautiful beautiful for them so into overtime six six first field goal we, we go to overtime wins um yes. i love it man uh okay well best of luck to all the under players out there i think that's the right side i didn't get involved early enough to be serious about this and i don't especially love the idea of the regression on the defensive side of the ball for the Broncos starting this week. Um, I might bet some draw, draw no bet. Um, Shy down. Draw no bet. Both teams to score. <laughs> make soccer Both teams to score, yes. There we go. Um, uh, Chicago, Dallas. Chicago, what a what a performance. And I was reading some stuff. I, I read basically anything that come across my feed from anyone I yeah. trust that wrote yeah. about the Bears. Um, wh- what do you think the average – percentage a quarterback takes off from the pocket is like a scramble a true it was a drop back and they won how many what percentage dropbacks on what percentage of dropbacks to a quarterback eight percent eight percent it's only i thought it was higher too 4.4 on average 4.4 whoa okay Um, justin fields now now you get to guess justin fields percentage it is clearly 12. number one. Seventeen point <laughs> seven. Wow. So it's wow. not that they so maybe it's not that the Bears aren't trying to average. throw the ball more. It's not that the Bears aren't calling throwing plays, passing plays would sound better. He's just taking off a lot and but it's effective. And that's the same thing I said about Tampa. Like well, don't force something you ain't good at. And they aren't calling a lot of uh true like um, you know, quarterback designed runs for him because I don't until think they have to. until last week they did. So th- and that's the thing they did call like ten and a bunch of yeah. them worked, but it was yeah. working in system it, or in structures working out of structure. Um, this is a better defense though. I, I don't know what to do. It with is. This game. It is. This they, is a better defense that has athletes that can comp that can go that can handle a running quarterback. Uh, uh, let's let's think through this a little bit. Um, I. I told, I've been reading a lot of stuff, too. I've been trying to kind of flesh out my opinions on this. I think the Bears might be a bet to win the NFC North. Uh, I can't believe I said that out loud, but I don't, I don't think I'm being reactionary to a primetime game here. I think what Fields is doing is sustainable, and the fact that the Bears came into that game plan against Belichick and had kind of the exact right game plan called to really kind of stick it in his eye. Like Belichick has a, you know, he has, there are some Belichick busters, you know, like the cover two busters that are out there. He has some busters. He's never really had a good kind of defense to solve the mobile quarterback. And they came into that game and they ran effectively in the first half. And then they pivoted to other, you know, kind of the counter moves as soon as the Patriots adjusted. And it was really masterful. It made me, I have a whole new level of respect for the bears offensive coordinator and sort of their con- conceptual framework. Now that they've seen this what is, works and they know they Nick, can keep doing Nick that. has hit it on the head. Drew's gone mad with power. <laughs> I like, cause you said the same thing about Carolina too. You're just like, everybody's live to win everything. I, everybody uh, multiple is, people. but here's what, here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You ready? I don't know. They got got a few tough games. Let let me name for you the quarterbacks that are succeeding in the NFL. I I just want to take a timeout because I get where you're going with this. I don't know if we have time to go deep into this one, but the Vikings schedule, I mean, basically the Vikings schedule is too soft for this to happen. The Vikings can lose three of their next four. 
starting this week. Maybe. I actually bet again. We'll get to that. I bet against the Vikings in this one, but I did the too. Vi- the Viking the Vikings probably just go two and two. Even if they go two and two, it's just a big gap because I don't have the Bears winning this game. I think this spread is too big. Uh, although at the same time, it's essentially Vikings, what, Tampa, or what the, the Vikings have only won three divisional games. All three were home games, so they still have to go on the road to Chicago, on the road to Green Bay. If Fields can manifest anything, and again, you know, they're trading away Robert Quinn, and they're they're you know they I, I, yeah, this is they, like there's so many ways. Yeah, I'm I'm so, I'm, out, so, I'm, I'm so out. I'm so out on this one, Drew. I, I, I'm not going to try to make the sale. I just want to point out one thing that was very clear because because uh, honestly, like the Bears have proven it. They've got the the nucleus is in place, coach, quarterback, everything solid. They need to now lose and yeah. accumulate draft trash, draft choices. They need to continue to own two yeah. in the division already. They're, like right. it's, they, it's they a, need it's to, they need to, they need to lose. Now they need to trade away exactly like what they did with Quinn. The, they should have gotten more for him probably, yeah, but that, those kind of moves, money. those kind of moves are what they ought to be doing right now. They, they, their defense played well enough. They can ship some of those pieces. They can get more draft capital for the future, but they can build around fields. I absolutely believe that right now. And one of the reasons I think they can is because you look at the quarterbacks that are succeeding in the NFL right now, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Josh Jones, Allen. Josh Allen, Geno Smith. Uh, you know, the through line here are these guys are decent. You know, Pat Mahomes, even uh, these guys, these guys are decent mobile quarterbacks that can that can do the easy stuff. Right. And so in an era where everybody's playing two high safeties and everybody's, uh, you know, just giving you the easy stuff and you have a little bit of uh, Marcus Mariota, like the, the quarterbacks, P.J. Walker. <laughs> like the quarterbacks that are exceeding expectations this season are all guys that can do, they can do the easy stuff and they can scramble. And I, I kind of feel like that's, what's going to work as long as this is the two high stuff is, is sort of yeah, the prevailing being, defense. Being two and a half back from Minnesota and being Owen two in division is it's a lot. So okay. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, I'm, and I'm with you. They should lose. Cause they the guys who have struggled, should. the guys who have struggled, Brady, Rogers, Stafford, Jimmy G. Uh, what's this? Uh, yeah. Carr. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan. Like, like there's a commonality between who is what is working and what's not. Yeah, right now. Guys who would have crushed in 98. <laughs> yeah. They're getting like crushed. The, the pay, they, yes. they, they, followed, they followed the Peyton Manning um, yeah. path. Yeah. So, oh, okay. anyway, if yeah. you have a mobile, okay, if you have a good. mobile quarterback, I think you're we're gonna. Yeah, Kiki, uh, Kiduki says once we get to the I, Houston, um, Tennessee I game, want, we're gonna. I want the, nothing the, to do with the that Texans. Division. The Texans. All right, on, the, on this game, game. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about this total, real quick? I think it's right. So Cowboys haven't been tested with the mobile quarterbacks really, but Micah Parsons is a fucking monster, and he's yeah. going to be able to run down Fields in this game. In fact, Fields probably on injury watch. <laughs> I mean, he's going to get cracked. In he this might game get a hit quite times. a bit. Yes, this is this is not going to be one that will be fun to watch. Um, the thing I need to to kind of one other kind of comment about this game and, and Cowboys in general. Um, freaking. I don't even know why. I think it's because I was traveling, and I had so I was like up. I upped my podcast intake times twenty uh, this yeah. week just because Whenever I was I traveling. Around, I'm always. Um, I listened to the Rusillo pod where he was talking to Pete Schrager of Football Morning in America or whatever. Good morning, football, and um, they were making a combined effort to try to put Mike Parsons in the MVP race, which is fucking laughable there are two people in the mvp race period it is Mahomes and allen and it ends there 
Uh, and, but, but it was hysterical for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, people's short-term memory is hysterical. Like the, the Eagles and the bills are on by for one week. And it's like, people forgot they existed. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 well, we didn't see Josh Allen play last week. Is he bad now? <laughs> like that was kind of like the sentiment. They couldn't even really say why he wasn't really a good candidate other than they haven't seen him in a week. Um, and, but, but just the it's fact like, is it's like your dog when you leave in the morning and they, they, <laughs> yeah. Did you die? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, where yeah. happened? Where, where have you been? Um, but the, the other point was though, if people are going to start actually can like, like if they're gonna try to make a case for Micah Parsons for MVP, like he's they've already written in the name for DPOI. Like that yeah, race that number that number O V E R over over over. I, I think he could get hurt with like five games left and maybe still win it. I think that's probably true. And <laughs> not, I mean it's can't not get hurt right now. Non-zero risk of injury, but put put this under your hat. I mean, there's a chance he locks it up with you know with a kill uh, in the game against the Bears. Um, you know, but, uh, but they go, Cowboys go on by and then they have a million high profile games. Um, and so I think if we, if we, if the cycle continues and people forget that a player exists cause he's on by, uh, maybe we buy maybe we get a Mike Parsons, Parsons number there. Yeah. I'm going to parlay yeah. that with everything. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, be fun. I'm, I'm agreeing yeah. on this total. I think, yeah. uh, the Cowboys probably do a similar we see similar offensive output to what we saw last week maybe easing back in again although i also got i also got to apologize i got to apologize to deck i was a little harsh on him on sunday's pod i went back and rewatched a ton of that and he was he was substantially better than cooper rush and i think the dallas cowboys are they still are not a bet for me in the futures market um but they are clearly uh in the top two in the nfc in my mind sure moving on Las Vegas at New Orleans. This was an over, I bet, on Sunday. Well if you can still find a 49, um, which I think that exists if you have enough out and you look around enough, I don't think that's a terrible bet. Uh, I still agree with this over. I was hoping it would come down so I could get more because there is a bunch of illness running through the camp now. So we've got a bunch Ooh. of Raiders who are uh, sick. Again, it's only Wednesday. We've got Max Crosby. Four. Uh, I think it was it was mostly receivers. I think it yeah. was Devontae Adams was listed as one of them. That makes me nervous. But um, Waller trending in, that's good for the offense. It is going to be Andy Dalton, which, again, I'm fine with. It has not seemed to matter what the personnel is for offense. They could put the defense out there on offense, and they'd still just score 24 somehow. It is un, unsolvable, but... Kamara brings, you know, a lot to the table. Obviously, he's a name that just doesn't get brought up with the good running backs anymore for some reason. And I know he's been in and out, and he might be out next year after he has to go to court. But there's <laughs> a, a decent chance we're going to get some receivers back here. I don't care if it's Andy Dalton. I don't think that's a huge downgrade. Um, you know, if he's not throwing it to the other team, we're seeing some pretty nice. You know, we're seeing some pretty nice offense, honestly, out of we this are. team. Yeah, we are. And the Raiders' defense, Max Crosby's great. But you can beat this team on the back end, and uh, I do believe in this Raiders offense as well, just based on the stats sets this out. This should be like – I said I wanted to make it 49 or higher on the Sunday pod, and the more I look at this, that's probably still low. So, Okay. Um, yeah, um, 47.5 I think I have in a pocket at a cheap well number. Played. So that's, uh, that's making me happy. I don't get the Saints except their defense is playing quite poorly. Um, the Saints could – that's a problem that you can't put oh, Lattimore yeah. on Adams like right that's now. That's a huge problem. 
That's that's the game basically, and that's why I didn't bet the Saints win. Otherwise, I would have shown value on them in this spot at that price. Um, I think the um, Saints are weird because they could Saints two wins could easily have been losses. Like they very very easily could be zero and seven right now, um, but they're playing like kind of fine uh they really really blew it because the nfc south has been so bad like they should have just won in london they should have won in london they should have won last week Eh, maybe not last week but they should have won in london they should have won in uh um uh, there was one other one uh, there are a couple couple of games that they they realistically should have gotten wins and if they're four and three instead of two and five all of a sudden they're thinking this is our division and so they they really whiffed big time on this um no, no play for me on this one, but well done on the overplay. Good job by you. Let's move on to Carolina, Atlanta. A tilt in the NFC South that people will immediately forget happened uh, about five minutes after this game is over. Um, I've thought and looked hard at playing the Panthers all week. I've thought hard and looked at playing the overall week. I haven't done any of it. Really, the market is telling you that the Falcons – Cluster injury at cornerback matters. I 100% agree, uh, but the Panthers aren't a team that I think can realistically take advantage of that. Um, I am going to sit on my opinion on this one, see what happens, watch it play out. I think if you're going to play anything in this game, you're looking for a Panthers money line. Straight um, up, Paul. You read my mind. I love that. And yes, I <laughs> I, 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 Same as you, I agree with this move. The Panthers' defense, despite some injuries, has really, really yeah. composed itself well. They've been good. And yes, as Dan points out, if Tampa were to lose tomorrow, mm-hmm. this is uh this is a spot where the Falcons could take sole possession of first place with a home win in a game that they're favored in. And it in a game in a season where we were saying they if everything goes right, they're picking number one. So they've uh, they've overachieved despite throwing the yeah. ball. Uh I think if it weren't for the Bears, this would be talked about more. The, how little the Falcons throw the ball because the, yeah. the Bears, the Bears are just when somebody does something amazing, but when somebody else is doing it a little more amazinger, that's who you talk about, and that's not a word, but they <laughs> are very, very, very committed to the run. No matter yeah. who the player is, even if you've never heard of this person, he's going to get 15 carries in this system. Andy, so I gotta, I gotta ask. I, I, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I wanted to bet this over because I yeah. really think this this Falcons defense can be just thrashed, but. The Panthers got to come back to earth a little. I don't think that offense is very good because it's missing a bunch of players that got traded and it has a XFL quarterback. But man, I, I worry that the Falcons don't contribute to this. And that's why I think if you are going to bet the Fal- or the Panthers, it might just be a straight up. This could be a really ugly, you know, 20 to 10 Panthers win where the Panthers don't actually do that much. It's just their defense is able to hold this, this uh, Falcons offense kind of down. So yeah. I hate I hate looking at an under in this one because it's a Falcons game and yeah. that secondary could just get thrashed. But and this was seven. I mean, people grab some really good numbers on yeah. the Panthers on the way down. Congratulations. Well played. Well played. Um, pass for me. Quick thought on a look ahead number. Falcons host the Chargers coming off by next week. Host gotta, the Chargers. Host the Chargers. You got to guess for me at what the spread and total are. Chargers coming in as oh man, it's hard to tell who's healthy for the Chargers ever. Coming off a of bye, so it's just it's Chargers not Mike Williams minus now will be there. You know, I'm going to make it an expensive two and a half. Okay, that's probably and where gonna, it goes. And I'm going to set I'm like two and a half minus one twenty, and I'm going to set the total at forty nine. 
Yeah. So it's 47 and a half, which I think is a very vettable over. Um, yeah. I'm surprised. The Chargers can't stop the run. That's all the Falcons do. I was going to say, that's <laughs> matchup Justin Herbert going up against this pass defense is ooh la la. I don't care yeah, who we stand to. Tyler, was it Tyler Algier? I'm not even trying to say his name right. Um, they say Justin Ty- Lawrence, Justin Herbert. Algier, most rushing yards that week at whatever fuck his number is. Those yeah. are the fun. The guys who are four for four always are betting those because they find just ridiculous numbers on guys with huge upside. And our guy Daigle, he hit one a couple weeks ago at like 35 to one or something awesome. fun. So, well, yeah, this, week is a don't, this, week, this week is a don't overthink it. Uh, and I will get there because there's an obvious who's going to get the most rushing yards this week. Put your put it under your hat for now. Yeah. Um, Philly at Pittsburgh. Uh, if ever there were a spot for the Eagles not to show up, this is probably it. They're up against a super inferior opponent coming off of a bye after going into the bye with a huge divisional win. What's your take? Yeah. Tiny, uh, tiny, tiny hands picket. When we get to these games between a top five and let's just say a bottom five, even though the bottom five is getting kind of crowded, if that makes any sense, it's hard sure. for me to really put a true price on these games. I generally avoid them. It just, I, I keep going back to the Panthers Rams game because that just felt like, you know, it was so odd for me to say, but it's like, if I wanted to bet the Rams, I, w- I could have bet the Rams at like seven and a half and that'd have been my limit. But I would have needed like thirteen to bet the Panthers. Doesn't make any, any sense. Like there, there's like such a, a thick middle of of no value for me. You're in, just in saying like that, that in general the distribution is flat. So there's yeah, much, yeah, which yeah, is, it, which happens, which happens. I, I think that's. I think for most of these games between, and in that one, truthfully, it was a little different because that Rams offense was really, really struggling. Still, kind of is. Whereas this Eagles offense doesn't struggle, but it does tend to all happen at once the second quarter. <laughs> and then just, you know, if they are, a it team concentrates, lead, they're really it temporally. Good at, yeah. They're really good at just getting to triple zeros without having to do too much in the second half. So uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to do with this game. I, I have no idea what to do with this total. I want Robert Quinn to have like five sacks. Cause that'll be funny. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going to, we're going to learn something about presumptive coach of the year, Nick Sirianni, if he has his guys focused and sharp in this one and they come out and hang a, a beat on the Steelers. Um, the Eagles, you would think like you should be looking ahead at their schedule as like, are they looking ahead to opponent, but they don't play anyone tough until Christmas Eve when they play the Cowboys. So they're probably never really looking ahead here. Yeah, Philly um, first half, Philly second quarter, Philly first quarter, Philly Eagles first half team total over. Pick your poison if you want to get involved. I'm not going to. A lot of advantages here for the Eagles as long as they show up and they play a play a, a, a median a median quality of football. They get this. Our, our, our friend Adam Rodriguez points out coming out of the bye, playing the Steelers and the Texans. We talked about this. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this so much in the preseason. Like so many the Eagles schedule is pretty, pretty, pretty soft. So why am I just they, learning about this? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they don't. Um, I feel like Sirianni is a good enough coach. He's probably the coach of the year. Honestly, let's put that out in the universe. He's a good enough yeah. coach to not let them have a, a down spot, especially <laughs> he are, he has a beautiful example in his pregame warmup speech. It's like, the yeah. fucking the fucking Jaguars are up on us. 14 to fucking you remember that boys? 
we can't hey, have that Andy, shit. That's uh, what I would do. I would yell at him. Andy, the next four quarterbacks that the Eagles have to face are Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Ellinger. <laughs> Murderers fucking row. <laughs> Unbelievable. They get to 28 points in every one of those games they win without sweating, I feel like. Yeah, that's issue. This is kind of, and Wilkman's <laughs> pointing it out. If you're sick of Wong teasers, let's bet non-Wong teasers. This is kind of a weird <laughs> secondary zone. We've shown it's not enough to like beat the market over a big sample, but teasing through 10, 7, and 6 isn't uh, isn't nearly as bad as uh, basically anything else outside of Wong. So let's get goofy with the guys and get it on Miami, Detroit. Let's get it on. Um, so you know, you said you were too hard on Dak. I was, yeah. When you watch that game, I yeah. watched some I watched some highlights. I looked at some grades. Sure. I went back and looked at the the box score on this. I went back and looked at specific plays cuz this yes. really stuck in my craw. I don't think I was hard enough on Tua. He threw yeah, like agree. seven interceptions in this game. <laughs> and it's just he a matter awful. of like yeah. it doesn't technically it doesn't technically count as an interception unless the other team Reception and they yeah, didn't reception. Completes the act of foot makes a football move, right? So I I get that this is a a really beleaguered defense and it's a team you can beat up on, but it's on the road. We just saw two and not looking super good in a in I guess a game that turned out okay, but I don't know. Like I, I'm not super trustworthy of laying the Dolphins on the other side no. of the three on the road against anyone, much less the, much less the team where I don't think their pass rush is going to get much done. A rested team, if you will, because they uh, didn't have to do much on offense in that game <laughs> against the Cowboys. I don't know. Yeah. So Goff is a problem. <laughs> he is performing is very Charles- poorly. Charles really? Saul points this out too. This gets me. This has me thinking. You know how there's the thing about punt returners have trouble with left-footed punters because it spins yeah. the wrong way. Oh, I wonder if guys are dropping the ball because the ball's spinning the opposite way. This mm-hmm. guy's got to go play in Australia for a year or two. I love this. Um, love that theory. The um, the I guess the issue I would have about taking the points with the Lions here and why I didn't bet this game is Goff is struggling and Mike McDaniel. Uh, in the scripted portion of the uh, of the game, is fucking amazing. His... Doesn't doesn't that lead you to a live bet? I think it does. I think if you want, I think if you want lions, wait until it's seven ten point margin for the dolphins and get involved, or play an under at that point. Something like that. Something weird like that. Um, I thought the dolphins' defense looked pretty decent, so maybe they've snapped out of it. I don't know. Um, not a real strong impression in that game. Um, what has to happen for Hutch DROI to be live? Because um, he has four and a half sacks now. I'm not sure if you saw. Yeah, him. if he got the double-digit <laughs> sacks and maybe uh, had some footage of Gardner getting burnt once or twice, that would be helpful. What are you doing? What was that? My lights went off. I don't understand why. It's Did like you have the clapper? What were you doing? So. I was trying to. I feel like it was because I wasn't moving enough, and the like the sensor, like trying to do an energy saving thing. This fucking new hotel's. Oh, uh, California! Unbelievable. Yeah, in Minnesota, they don't have that. Like they have extra lights. <laughs> we're, on, we're on coal power, guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, th- there's a case for this. Uh, there might be a case for this over. 
Mm. If you think uh, if you think that the Lions' defense is just that bad, and the the Lions getting some of the you know the skill position players back and healthy, you know, do they get back to the point where what we saw early in the season, where this team was really actually kind of humming along, that was sometimes against a bad defense. Like Seattle hadn't quite found itself yet on, Surely, on some of the yeah. things they're doing yet. So Minnesota isn't a good defense. I mean, that just they aren't. So yeah. some of the games where they were able to score, they were playing bad defense. This is a home game. Yeah, th- this, I mean, I, at, the, at the same time, is, like this is a secondary you can attack if you're the Lions are in, the Lions are in a unique position where they are the only team in the NFL eliminated from the playoffs, um, and so they can they can tank and go get a quarterback next year, and yeah. that's because that's because Goff's not it. It's we know we we know sincerely now that he needs to move on, um, and so I don't know. Does Dan Campbell change his tax? Do they do they really are they really trying to win anymore? I, I don't know. I can't bet the line. I wouldn't at, be. At, at, any, at, any, at any point here. Um, let's keep talk, let's keep uh, moving to <laughs> we've, a we've got a we've got a definite up. podcast listener who's joining us live. So weird <laughs> listening at one X. I'll try to talk faster. I'll, I'll raise the pitch of my voice a little for you, Steve. Um, the second half of the slate, I did bet Arizona. I plus did three too. and a half. I took the money. I, I came as well. to this. I came to this conclusion yesterday talking to Jimmy, and finally, I just said, "Why haven't I bet this yet? I'm going to bet this." this we didn't clear. even talk about this. We did it no, completely this... in the blind. Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked to you much. You've been busy with uh, earthquake life, but uh, yeah, it sounds like we both are in agreement. Uh, let's hear your reasons first, and I'll expound on anything I don't think you hit. I think the Vikings are about to go through hell. <laughs> I don't think this team is very good. Uh, the market has inflated their uh, has inflated them. I think when you have a team that's not very good, but they've done well win loss, and they go into a buy. If there's ever a time that gets cold, cold water thrown on them, it's then. It's now. Um, I don't like their matchup against the mobile quarterback. I like what uh, a ten days of prep does for the Cardinals in terms of getting um, Kyler Murray and. Uh, um, and uh, Hopkins on the same page here. Uh, I like Hopkins' matchup against this Vikings secondary. Um, I like Eno Benjamin. That guy's got some freaking pop. Uh, he could he could play for me anytime. Uh, that guy's good. Um, JJ Watt got that new dad energy. No, Do you have a kid? Maybe he did have a baby. Um, Minnesota does have sex boat parties sometimes. Yes, Patrick. Yeah, um, I, I was. That was a concern for me last week. Was hey, can they integrate a new receiver and a receiver who hasn't played yet this year into this offense? Sure, if they can quickly. These are both guys who have the upside of, I don't know, top ten receivers. One probably top five receiver. You know, like Hopkins. We're not that far out from him being a top five receiver who was still playing for like a pretty shitty team. Yep. Like uh, this is a this is a team with more talent than a lot of those Texans teams mm-hmm. had at times. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know Benjamin is the ultimate poster child for my God, don't trade for a running back. Just go find <laughs> whoever. Just go find whoever. But uh, yeah, Arizona Arizona's defense still not there. This still total sucks. this total seems a little low because I, I almost so I almost. I almost bet Cardinals and the over. I hate getting on two different bets in the same game. I do that very infrequently, but yeah, the, the Minnesota secondary is is bad. Like Patrick Peterson is washed. This is Patrick Peterson a revenge game, I guess. So maybe he tries to jump her out and just gets fucking burnt. But he's <laughs> every. I mean, everybody besides Harrison Smith is 
below average. Cam Dantzler's yes. not good. Like the, the, it's a, it's a bad secondary. It's a bad coverage unit for the most part in the linebackers. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting the pass rush home, which has been they're good names, it's just not completely working out yet. This is a pretty bad defense. And if the Cardinals were able to get uh, Hopkins involved that much and get him on track that much in a short week, now they have 10 days to do it. They've got a secondary weapon now. Uh, I don't know if the defense has to be good to stay with this Vikings game team. Right. This might be a, a why the fuck did I take the points here when the Cardinals are up by 10 in the second yeah, quarter? Yeah, I, so. I played some I played some I played some Cardinals points. I played some Brandon. That's the right side here. Pen- oh man, no I'm question. Gonna, I never know if it's a silent e at the end on some of these names. But I'm going to call Pens Pensabane. Pensabini? Pensabini <laughs> sounds way more fun. Honestly, I would change it to that if I were you, Brandon. But Brandon says what I was thinking. Cardinals team total over. Hey, I like the Cardinals. Hey, I like the over. Add those two together and you get Cardinals what like 21 and a half. Yeah. That's my secret pod player ready. That's good. That's good. Uh, also, Kyler Murray more willing to run in early in games. I think a lot of Kyler Murray's struggles in the first third of the season were really born out of not wanting to get hit. He looks like, hey man, I got paid. Like I don't need to get, I don't need to put my body in harm's way now. Um, but the losing looks to have kind of changed his tune in terms of what he's willing to do to you know kind of move the chains. Um, so they're super live hopefully. to win this division. If they can go they are. Get, a, I agree. get a few games going, everybody in the West is part of the, that was live. part of my plan of betting the Seahawks was ultimately coming in on the Cardinals at the right time. But I think betting them last week, betting them this week is going to be fine. Same good kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Vikings, on the other hand, Cardinals, Commies, Bills, Cowboys. Yikes. Um, if they drop either of these games to, to uh, Cardinals, Commies, then Vikings are staring at uh, one and three. Uh, yeah. So all of a sudden, I, I do, I do think they like go two. And, and I think they go two and two in that stretch. You think they beat they the Cardinals up, and the Commies, or they beat the Commies and one other of the good teams? I think it's a it's a Commies good teams stretch. Okay. I, really, I just hate this spot. I don't think the Commies can take advantage of them, and then okay. um, yeah, two two and two feels about right. They probably they're, again they're going to be one of the one of the bad division winners. So and. Okay. All right, so we're on the Cardinals. I'm probably going to play the team total over. I'll All right, those let's revisit that. Um, Patriots embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Belichick is doing what? Shame. I mean, for crying out loud, uh, that was awful game planning, awful in-game adjusting. Um, the idea of putting Mac out there and pulling him, benching him in-game, at home in prime time with a with a lathered up crowd uh was career sabotage uh you know in the best career sabotage if it was intentional uh and malpractice if it was not intentional um zappy giving zappy the good place (laughs) right after making mac look so bad was also weird i don't really have a good read on what the fuck is going on there um a lot of self-sabotage by the patriots belichick's just trying to make it hard on himself to win i guess uh, because he's bored i don't know he cranked Um, it up he cranked it up to expert mode he's trying to get all the weird achievements I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to finish above 500 with four cornerbacks with last name Jones. <laughs> like that's the achievement I'm going for this year. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. The Jets, on the other hand, are continuing to put together wins even in spite of the fact that Zach Wilson is currently the worst quarterback starting. I think everybody that's been worse than 
Wilson has been benched now. So Wilson is the 32nd best quarterback. Uh, I guess you can't really put him against guys we don't know, like Ellinger, and uh, you can't put him below guys like Ellinger and PJ Walker, who have yet to really compile any type of or Heineke. Um, but I don't think you can, you know, again, uh, he's the last, he's the lowest quarterback of all of the bona fide starters, right? Yeah. I'm, well, who would you, Mills worse? Ellinger. Well, and I'm saying, but bona fides are like the guys uh, who are bona fide the starter now. I know, I know. You're, right, you're probably right. Like somebody, somebody who was the team's first plan to plan uh, to go he's in. There, the, so. He's 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 the last of plan. This is yeah. an interesting. We've been full of conspiracy theories out of the chat. You guys are watching too much Infowars, but I love this one too. I Whoa. love them all. Did Belichick tank because he didn't want to beat Hallis's all-time record against the Bears because he has that much respect? For Virginia McCaskey, Hallis, whatever Ford Field, or am I even saying the right owner? But I don't know. And also the the I don't think the ball hit the Skycam wire. No the wire. Didn't. The the shot is moving, so it looks like the wire is moving. It, did, I don't, it didn't. I think that was just bad luck, like the, the or yeah. a bad angle. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I thought I saw another angle that showed it definitely was clear. Like he wasn't really close shit there though. Yeah. Um, Brees Hall absolutely <laughs> matters. The offense really took some step forwards once he started to get involved, not only as a running back like he should, but as a pass-catching running back, I think that's a big problem. They still have some good receivers. Patriots defense will play a lot better this week just because they're going to – that's got to be the focus of practice. I want to bet the Patriots here. The Patriots are the right side. I almost bet the Patriots at one and a half. But everything that Bill did last week with the – varying reports about which quarterback's going to start and the just the rookie level coach shit that we saw where he's like letting uh letting Max start even though he's going to play both guys both halves or something atrocious I'm I'm out on what's happening there from the from the head down so I'm not excited about this I think the Patriots bounce back and get a win here against a a neutered Jets offense um it is it's at, at some points, I think this Jets defense is overrated. They have some really well-graded-out players. I don't know if it's sustainable. We'll see. That's another reason I just, I'm just i uncertain if I have a right mark, if the market rating is right for this defense. I think it might be too high, but I'm unsure. I have my, like Meryl Streep said, I have my doubts. I'm so, extremely, extremely I don't know what to angry. do with the, the Jets at all. <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I mean, the, the, I am like finger on the button ready to fucking mash fade jets like they are like the the loss of hall matters the injuries to the offensive line matter yeah they lost uh, some the, pieces on the offensive line that's it's getting yeah. it's getting to be a cluster injury at this point. yes it is and like this jets offense is not getting to you know 21 points without defensive scores the problem is how in the world do you bet the Patriots with what Belichick just did to the two quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. Like, which quarterback is playing with confidence in this game? You really you're, you're going to throw Mac right in the back end of the fire and you know, hey, go go target Sauce Gardner <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, we, we trust. Like, good you. luck. I was just, just yeah. kidding. That was yeah, just a I mean, prank. Was, you know me, yeah. Bill Belichick, always pranking yeah. players. Happy Halloween! Oh, you, oh, you got punked. Yeah. Um, uh. So this is, yeah, I mean, this is Patriots or pass. I didn't bet it. And I'm going to probably feel stupid when it's like 21-3 or 21-0. Because um, that's what this feels like. 
Jets can't beat these these guys even when they're having a good season. So uh, if ultimately I'm wrong about the Jets a bunch more, so be it. But uh, this Jets team looks so primed to be faded because Zach Wilson is performing like extremely poorly. Just a guy can't make plays. And that against the Belichick defense with the pass, you know, pass defense in particular, I don't know. It's going to sound stupid two weeks in a row saying that young, some young quarterbacks can get shit out against Belichick and then he goes and put on, puts on a show against the old dude. So I don't know. Most of the Patriots issues are they can't stop the run and the jets without, or without hall and without a full complement of offensive, offensive linemen aren't going to be able to out physical the Patriots running, you know, running defense. I don't think so. Good luck passing on them. Tennessee heads to the Gulf coast. The far okay. west Gulf Coast take on the one four and one is such a beautiful symmetrical record. The Titans are not a good team. Mm-hmm. They're not four and two. They despite their record, I don't understand any of their games or how they ended or how they went. But mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's running the ball well, and the Texans run defense is bad. So just I guess like that that sort of stuff travels. I have this number. I, I think this is probably pretty good. I want no part of this game. I don't know what to make of either of these teams. Truthfully, I think you can see a lot of running. That's why this total is 40. Pierce has been great. Uh, Cooks is probably a trade block guy at this point. We'll see how that goes. Everybody needs receivers all the time. And then, you know, the Titans, they don't have receivers, really. And Henry's been great. He's been more involved in the passing game over the last four weeks or so, and it's worked out a little bit and it's, it's a, another soft landing spot. It's just mm-hmm. it's another winnable game. The Titans can be a, a kind of a shitty five and two team, but it's a shitty division. What are you going to do? This game yeah. stinks. This is a late game where everybody's just going to be watching the giants, man. Yes. Um, I think the Texans record remains symmetrical. One, five, one. Uh, oh, I think they go. lose. Titans are going to be has it as the twenty eighth best team in the NFL ever started five and two. Um, we should look that up. Uh, I feel like uh, this is a this is a bad team with that is going to just ultimately be in the playoffs. It seems like um, I can't believe it, but here we are. Um, the Jets, I made a big deal, aren't going to be able to take advantage of going up against the soft run defense in the Patriots because of their personnel. The Titans are going to be able to take advantage of this. Derrick Henry will be your leading rusher on Sunday. Uh, I think this is this this Texans defense. I watched some of the clips of up against the uh, the the um, Raiders last week. Oh my God, they are exceptionally predictable and so so easy to scheme in the running game. Like I, the fact that. If I if I'm if I'm you know Vrabel and the offensive staff watching that tape, I'm drooling. I am literally like, you mean that's all we got to do to open up those kind of holes, and we're going to let Derrick Henry run through them? Like he is going to get a monster load on this one, and is going to score three, four touchdowns. This is the Texas Titans are getting into the high twenties here, uh, and I think there are enough injuries on the Titans defense and or questions about them to be able to defend that Davis Mills getting some garbage time points entirely possible. This total of 40 and a half is way too low. This should be 44. I was, was going to say that the only, the only way I'm concerned about that is if, if the Texans just don't realize they can probably throw the ball here. 
Like it is a good run defense for the. Well, Titans. they're not going to have a choice when it's twenty-eight nothing. Well, then that, that's well, you tell that to Arthur Smith. Like sometimes, <laughs> co- sometimes coaches won't do things. So. Pep Hamilton, man. Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned the elephant. Yeah, Tannehill, I, he's not playing. He's not going to start this no. game, and I don't. I don't think this is a. I don't think it's like a big downgrade or a downgrade at all. Doesn't it's matter. Not, uh, it's, it's not a big difference the way this offense runs. But, yes, if, if this over is going to hit, Lovey has to be willing to realize, like, we can't pound the rock at this. It's a tough rush defense, but we can throw at them. And if they do decide to throw the ball a bunch, I think we do get uh, I, we do get into the mid to high 40s in this one. So I, I don't hate that. I don't hate the over here. I'm just not playing this game because it is. There is one. The official one. deep yeah. dive powered by Betsperts Drew and Andy Shower Fart Game of the Week of the Year. Uh, <laughs> official. This is the official Shower Fart Game. Um, the fact that the that so many meaningful players are dealing with injuries on the Titans' defensive side of the ball, particularly Jeffrey Simmons, is is really huge here. I think that, that, that was uh, something too, though. The, the pass rush is so disruptive. Pass rush got after it a little last week. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was also, that's, what, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm hesitant also, to take the road. You know, um, an individual <laughs> game like this between a bad team and a team that is playing, you know, their record doesn't reflect how bad they are. I would be tempted to take this, this home dog in an ugly game, but that pass rush does scare me a little bit. So, me and you and nine of your friends could run for 100 yards on the Texans. Like there is, there is, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Derek Henry. Let's get it going, buddy. Get get me to 41 and all by yourself. Um, let's keep moving to giant gigantes at Seattle. Bad spot giants. Bad one. Uh, A lot of travel. We bet this on Sunday, two and a half flying up to Seattle. Weather looks awful. Uh, Seattle has been playing a lot better defensively. Uh, love their matchups against the Giants team that's now missing Evan Neal uh, and Daniel Jones. I mean, congratulations for running for 100 yards against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, do it twice, I dare you. Um, this is a one-dimensional offense through that runs through Sack Barkley, and uh, I think the Seahawks are going to be prepared to stop that. And then on the flip side, uh, Ken Walker the third man, it's your time, buddy. Um, get it done in this game. Geno Smith, perfect complimentary, uh, you know, football that they're playing up in Seattle. Uh, laid the points with these guys on Sunday. Still my favorite side of the week. Let's go Seahawks. Um, don't let me down, guys. Yeah, rough travel spots ish, and I know travel's not as bad as uh, it used to be back in. Back, uh, Giorgio comes. He's that kid. Shows up to class late. Asked what he missed, but no, he, he did bring up a couple of good points. I don't think Nico Collins plays. He he's he's not practicing. Like if he, that's something to kind of monitor. I guess we have a few days left. He could practice later, but groin injuries are kind of they're kind they of linger. lingering for 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 somebody in that kind of position. And I have no idea. I'm not hearing a lot of steam on like a specific team for Cooks. I would think there'd be interest though. That's a really you know who would be a good target. team. The Giants, yeah, who have no I one. Mean, <laughs> they have they, no they've one. invested in young young players, so I mean, uh, they're like trying to get rid Rondell of and guys. Tony. I know they they're they, 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 invested in they have Sterling. They they have yeah they have uh uh what what's the guy's name uh who's this oh, fuck yeah I'm, I'm uh, they have two guys I, 
So I bet Wandale. the Seattle number, assuming DK doesn't play. If DK's in, I yeah, think oh, this, same. Yeah, this yeah, is true. Right. I, th- he's That's not better. For, he's not playing for weeks, guys. I don't. I don't think that that <laughs> no, injury is. That injury was not something that's like, oh, he'll try to practice like this. It doesn't spook me though, honestly. Like the most devastating plays that the Seahawks are running, DK is kind of um, a, a decoy. <laughs> like he's not really decoy Metcalf. Ton- he's decoy. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love that. That's not much. We are pleased with ourselves on that one. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like I like what he's doing with everybody else, and I Gino that is. And if he even if Gino takes a step back, this is a great spot for uh, for uh, Mister Mister Ken uh, Walker the third. The third Walker. I am going to play the part of. Oh, he does have some now. I think they started. I think I'm going to play the part of Drew and go into NBA talk. I think the Timberwolves are mad and they were icing Cat because he had like he had like 13 minutes, no points, no rebounds, no assists. I think they're mad at him because they called Anthony Edwards. Because he fat. called Ed- Edwards, and fat, then they yeah. just so they just didn't pass him the ball at all, which is oh hilarious. But he, he did end up on the score sheet. Now he's seven two and two. With a steal, but back to football. New York football giants find a little bump in the road. We like the Seahawks at minus two and a half. Yes. I, I play minus three if it's a cheap one. Um, yeah, this is a, this is some fun offense. So I'm excited to watch this one yet. That sucks about Evan Neal, but that matters. He's a, it's an important piece of that line. Both teams had a bad injury this week. We'll see who can make the better of it. I'm hoping. It is the Pacific Northwesterners heading to Lucas Oil, Washington Commandos. This is another one I bet early in the week at four. I don't think this is going to get the amount of steam it needs to like truly, truly plus three. I think we're kind of just probably stuck here. You're still paying. So it's plus three minus 120 right now. I guess maybe I spoke too soon. Oh, that would be interesting. So Ellinger is not an NFL-level quarterback. He was decent with his legs down in Austin. I don't know if that translates to the NFL right off the bat. I don't know what the game plan with him is. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't love where this team is probably, and I hate to try to figure out the psychology of it, but this is, I I brought this up with Jimmy. I'm like, you know, this is a workplace. You know, when you work somewhere, you know, when shit's going wrong, like you see the bosses meeting and like there's extra meetings and they're staying late. And like the fact that they had the owner and the GM and the coach all get together and they come out and they say, this is a a decision to bench Matt Ryan as a team. I felt like they kind of had a conversation. They said, Bench your quarterback, fire your OC, or start looking for a new job. Like those are your options, and say, "Well, Matt Ryan will take this. Well, he's an older man. He's fine. He's 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 mature enough to handle this at this point in his life." Because it was, it's a weird situation with this team. I think Reich is on fucking thin ice. And oh yeah, yeah. It's it's been a bunch of, and I feel for him because. They have a bunch of really skilled skilled players, Pittman, um, Hines, JT, uh, and on defense, too, with uh, Darius Sack Leonard. 
it is just been really bad luck with injuries on all the most important spots. I don't think it was destined to be a horrible team this year. It's just been a horrible start, and now they're compounding it. I don't know if it's a, a true, like, hey, we should tank now because what's the point of trying in this uh, in this conference? If you guys met Josh Allen, uh, do you really want to go to the playoffs as a wild card? Like, should we try to should we try to find a quarterback? Because we've been doing this for five goddamn years now after Andrew left, and we should actually get something that's going to work. Uh, yeah, and the, the old line, Sam Sutman's pointing this out in the chat. The old line was supposed to be a strength of this team. It's been poor. Like, uh, I yeah, I would bet the Commanders at a at a cheap three. I'm hmm. I'm fine with this. Heineke is Heineke's an upgrade. We've seen they have two good receivers. That's enough. That's more than some teams have. They have some semblance of an offensive game plan. And yeah, like, uh, and Jack Del Rio did what Bill Belichick couldn't. He kept the Bears offense to a minimum. That's a good point. Um, that's fair. Not stopping anyone from taking the commies. Um, or as our friend Heck calls them, the C words. Uh, he does that's that even, jarring that's, every time. <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> it cracks me up. Um, oh, writing, oh, it's Washington. Yeah, it's actually. Washington, yeah. Um, did you think it was the right move to bench, Ryan? It depends what your plan is. Like, if, if you want to start losing and end up at, like, 315 and 1, that doesn't even come close to add up. That's, like, 19 games. <laughs> that would be crazy. Whatever. 313 and 1, yeah. 313 and 1. Um then yeah, like if you want to get one of these top three quarterbacks, I'd start Sam Ellinger. Like I'd start, I'd start my sister. Like okay. yeah, let's let's tank. I think it is the right move because, man, you, you have some guys that are pretty young, pretty early in their contracts, early in their careers. Like if you can get a dynamic quarterback on the right kind of uh, contract, Holt says Commanders to win the NFC East. Come on, <laughs> that's going to be a thing all goddamn year now, but. Um, and yeah, you don't. I, yeah, my the, price, the injury my guarantee fare for money, that is like two hundred to one, probably. Um, yeah, I, I just, I would like to see the Colts get their quarterback. I, I've kind of got a soft spot for Reich. I have a soft spot for this team. They have a lot of other pieces in place. It's just so heartbreaking to see a team put ninety nine percent of a when it's ninety nine percent of the team, and then the one percent is the actual position that matters. Not work out. It's so tough. So. Hopefully yeah. they're tanking, and yeah, I like I like the Commanders to probably win this one, but definitely getting anything three or better, close game. I don't think the Colts' offense is going to instantly react to the quarterback change and suddenly be good. Uh, that said, the Commanders' offense isn't something to write home about every week. They only did score 12 in that Bears game, but... You know what, though, Andy? <clears throat> the total's 39.5, which yeah. means it's an overplay, because I got to tell you what, this total went the wrong direction. You switch Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger, your total should go up. Not because the offense is going to be all that much better, but now you've introduced a whole bunch of chaos plays. They have no idea. We don't know what Sam Ellinger's offense is going to look like. The commies certainly don't. The commies don't really have an offense to defend a mobile quarterback very, very well. We saw. Uh, what teams like, uh, you know, what Jalen Hurts did to these guys. I'm not saying that Ellinger's going to look like Hurts, but certainly with the added, uh, you know, added um, degree of mobility in an offense that can't pass protect, that should help raise the Colts' floor. 
much fewer just absolute uh, devastating stop stop plays here from the commies um, and possibility that Ellinger turns the ball over some pick six optionality, some strip sack fumble optionality here. Uh, you know, there's, there is, there are opportunities for defenses to score in this game that there were not with Matt Ryan out there, I think. Um, <laughs> and Dan, Dan in timeout for continue. We're going to say Ellinger. What Can we? It? It's Ellinger. Ellinger? Is it Ellinger? I, I hate that. I That's hate awful. That. Do not like. Um, um, Ellinger yeah, no, I think, yeah. has nine career receptions at Texas. Oh, so a little trickery. Do we see a trick play? I, I just want to be able to coming. clip this in case he catches a touchdown or something. So, I like it. Um, so yeah, yeah no, there's, the there's going to be. There's going to be some crazy stuff here that the Colts score. The commies have the best player in the game in Terry McLaurin. He torched Jerry Alexander last week. He can absolutely repeat, repeat that against uh, Stefan Gilmore this week. He's got some solid chemistry going with Taylor Heineke. Curtis Heineke's Samuel's the same way. Good. Yeah, Heineke brings chaos to the game, too. He should have had two uh, – should have provided two defensive turn- touchdowns to the uh, Packers last week. So um, there's there's crazy, crazy chaos potentially here. And I like what I saw from the Commies offense generally with Heineke last week. So uh, I think this is going to be a, a higher-scoring game than the implied 40 points. And uh, I have bet two – Count them two NFC AFC South games this week, which is un, a, a, a weird thing for me to do. I've played the over in both, which is insane. Um, and so we can have a good laugh at this on Sunday if I'm wrong, wrong, which is entirely possible. But uh, playing overs this time of the season in the NFL when totals have gotten all the way down to 40 feels like a buy low just in general in terms of macro stuff. Um, and uh, got a hat tip a little bit to the guy who I think is writing the best content out there and has maybe the best read on macro NFL right now. And our, our buddy, uh, Ben Solak from the ringer. Ben Solak uh, is, is a crushing writer. It. He's crushing yeah. it. And I thought he was all over this in the right ways. And, um, so tailing There's, a little yeah. bit of his con- conceptual framework here and playing, uh, yeah, Nate, over Nate in Tice at the athletic. I'll always read stuff. He puts out, I believe that's who I quoted with some of those Justin Field stats and, and Ben Ben Solak at the Ringer. Like those are ones if if they write stuff, I'm I'm taking the time to read it on football. It's always absolutely. Um, and Washington, while you know you joked about making the division, not super dead to make the playoffs. I know their schedule isn't super great. Obviously they they have to play the Eagles because they're in division and they have to play those again, but. You know, maybe, maybe they do, right? The, yeah, the Giants, but the Giants are starting to get beat up. If they win this, they have the Texans, they have the Falcons, they probably could split with the Giants. They have a Browns yeah. team that might be tanking later in the season, going to the Niners and stuff. And then uh, I guess they close with the Cowboys. Yeah, maybe it is kind of a tough ask. That's the thing, too. Not we, crazy. Historically, if, if you have to win, uh, versus Dallas to make the playoffs. I just don't trust that. No, no. Commies have traditionally done pretty poorly against McCarthy. Yeah. And I mean, we're assuming that they don't try to trot Wentz back out there. Um, the last kind of subtle uh, thing I wanted to ask you, if this is crazy or not, and I know we're running, we're, well, shit, we're kind of out of time here. Um, I think I ah, we'll we'll cover it on the uh, we'll cover we'll cover it we'll, we'll do some this other is, stuff. it involves Ursay it involves Ursay versus uh, versus um, that stupid asshole who Snyder the commander in chief um, fu- funny little subtext to that game I bet the Niners, Niners. minus one I, I oh, made this decision the yesterday 
I did not bet this game because I'm on I, suspension from betting the Niners. Yeah, I, I feel like I haven't been able to get either of these teams right. And I just said, Andy, should I maybe not think about this and just look <laughs> at the raw numbers on what this offense can be? And I know they're beat up in the secondary, but beat it, being beat up in the secondary and being forced to play a soft, ugly, weak, shitty, poopy, terrible zone defense against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid is one thing. Being Having to do that against a team that you've continually been able to outmaneuver, out-scheme, and outplay over the course of these two coaches' careers. Like, it's not the same, even if it is on the road. It's not a good home field advantage for the Rams. And Niners should probably be, you know, minus three here. Honestly, if I'm looking at how I see it, um, you get McCaffrey with a full week of practice. You're starting to get a little healthier. I'm not a big Jimmy G guy, but this this Rams offense is it's not good. Cam Akers, I want to know what Cam Akers did. Has anyone had again? We don't have time for this, but hit me up if anyone has the fun rumors on that. What the what the the disconnect between him and the team is right now? It might have just been that uh, McVay watched some Moses did some self scouting. Yeah, he watched his film and he fucking hates him. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do here, other than bet the 49ers to, uh, you know, easily move against this defense. Ayuk's been great. Every they have so many skill position players. Like this 49ers team is three and excuse me, three and four, and they have the absolute ability to reach the NFC title game, possibly further if they're fully healthy. Uh, what are they like? Four point dogs in Philly, yeah, three. Yeah, I mean, that's, fully healthy, that's, three. So, so that's a game that's you know close enough to a close enough to a toss up where this team can do the stupid thing where it's like, man, I didn't think much of this team all year, and here they are in the fucking NFC title game again. But um, I, I like the offense. I hate the Rams' offense. I think this should be three. I don't know about Debo. Okay. Debo, the, the injury news is still always troubling, but it is the Niners. Um, not one of my stronger positions, but I make this okay. much bigger than the one I got yesterday. Good bet. I, I then I, again, I, I'm, I'm on, you're on yeah, you're on double secret probation. I'm de- yeah. I, not only did I make the uh, very wrong decision last time these two teams played, but, uh, Same. I continue to get wrong every, you know, trying to capture the zigzagging Niners who are just a complete unpredictable mess to me. So pass. Kyron Williams. Um, and then, yeah, we're not going to spend much time on this either. Um, this is one where, oh man, the, uh, Packers the, are the past. Stupid, yeah. The stupid, the stupid narrative is, um, get off my lawn, old man. Like this is the Josh Allen truly, truly kicks out the, the greatest generation of quarterbacks by just dropping a goddamn 50 burger on the Packers because they can. This defense is taking a massive awesome. downgrade yeah. in my market ratings, in the actual market ratings, in the the eye test, the product on the field, and the stats. This is, this is one of those where the only way this over doesn't get there is – just a, a really is, quiet second half that truly is that, has, is that, has a uh, really decent chance of happening. Oh, it's I just thought you were going to say is that uh, that Bass misses two extra points. <laughs> yeah, no, it, so it, they, it, so Bills only score forty seven. It does seem like, and I, I get it that the the Bills have kept the foot on the gas in a lot of games over the years in this regime, but this could be one of those where they're just up, uh, you know, like twenty eight to ten, twenty eight to seven. 
And the second half is truly and utterly a slog, and you just never quite get there. This total yeah. has a wide range of just, uh, you know, if this goes over, there could be 70 points, and the Bills could have 60 of them. You know, it's yeah. just yeah. the the limit for this Bills offense is way higher than even what we've seen. Uh, how many fourth quarters has Josh Allen played? It's it's only been like three. I think Drew just left. I didn't. I'm here. Sorry. Okay. I got a text. The, the, oh, I was going to say, the, the lights really went out that time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's yeah. Packers or pass, which means it's absolutely pass. Absolutely pass. It is a team yeah. without a leader right now. He is yeah. saying terrible things. I'm enjoying the downfall of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and now that uh, effectively, <laughs> now that effectively um, Baker Mayfield, I've gotten my revenge on him personally. I will now root for the continued downfall of Aaron Rodgers. And his, <laughs> his, his comments about guys shouldn't be getting playing time. Despicable. Absolutely despicable. He, the finger, That's the, the, no, it's not what leaders do, and on, on, and we've talked about what a bad leader he is. And I, we should ask Dan to go clip the the Green Bay Packer quotes from the offseason because guess what? You got paid a fuck ton of money, and they are in this position because of you. And you can't then now act like this when you're playing so poorly. So, uh, you know, but best best of luck to you. I, I hope you uh, continue to be miserable. Schadenfreude, darling. <laughs> Schadenfreude. Uh, I love it when you hate a team. So, Drew, I know you have something to do. I don't know yep, what it is. I gotta get Hopefully, going. it's a date. It's only six fifteen <laughs> yeah. out there. I professional professional dinner. I'm heading to. So, yeah. all right. Well, you look okay. Like, do Thanks, something man. with your hair. But I will. Yeah. All right. Take it I'll easy. I'll catch guys. you on the right. flippy flop. I'd be remiss not to point this out. Guy in the hot dog suit. Yeah, Rogers. Definitely. Oh, we're all trying to find out who did this to our offense.